You're on the overnight crowd, Bray Loveridge, with you at 1 a.m. and only about half an hour out from kickoff in tonight's World Cup affair between Morocco and Spain. An hour off kickoff and half an hour off the SEN Football Hub with a big pre-game show coming your way here on SEN. Well, we're going to go from one football to another as we go to a bit of American football. Yes, that's right. Chris Perkins is on the line. Chris, how are you going? Are you still alive? We haven't talked in ages. I, I know it with the World Cup going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had two weeks off where I had absolutely no responsibilities whatsoever. Uh, yeah, just trying to get back into the into the normal routine. But uh, for for a special event like the World Cup, I, I'm willing to take a back seat to the to the biggest sporting event on planet Earth. Yeah, it's only every four years, so it's not like it comes around right, often. right, and. Yeah, and, and the next time it comes around, it'll be on my soil. Yeah. Yes, it will, won't it? I, I plan. I I do plan on going to more than a few games of the twenty six World Cup. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, I I see a lot of travel in in, in my summer of twenty twenty six. Yeah, right. Very nice. Well. I'm just looking at the uh, the the phone system here in the SEN studios, and it says like your location. It says you're in Florida. Have you have you have you moved or is what? someone is that someone put the wrong wrong state in on your contact? Uh, could have been somebody put the wrong state in. No, nice. I have not moved. Now I've been in Florida recently. Yeah. Uh, at this particular moment, I am on the north side of Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh. So why is this Florida? I have no idea. I yeah. but I like to move to Florida. Listen, <laughs> you know, no state, no state income tax, yeah. warm weather all the time. You, you wouldn't have to twist my arm too hard to get to move to Florida. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well. Let's start talking serious stuff now. Uh, NFL, it's uh, you're, you're hot on it at the moment. Uh, you've been watching plenty of it. We've got a, a couple of fan, uh, listeners keen on the NFL as well. Well, we had a Monday night football game, as we always do. Sometimes there's two. Sometimes there's one. Well, most of the time there's one. But Tampa Bay coming from behind to beat New Orleans. That was a really, really weird game. Uh, yeah, New Orleans is gonna. I I heard rumors that they that uh, they were asking over the public address system down there at the end of the game to uh, or asking Dr. Heinley to go to the New Orleans locker room mm. because that was an absolute choke job yeah. by the Saints last night. They had this game under control all night long until three minutes to go. They were up 16-3, three minutes to go. The the Buccaneers finally find the end zone, but they had to give the ball back to, to New Orleans, and then New Orleans couldn't get a first down, couldn't make Tampa Bay burn out all their timeouts and, and get the clock burned down to zero. 
New Orleans had to punt it back to Tom Brady. And do you really think that Tom Brady's going to let another let an opportunity slip past to make another fourth quarter mm-hmm. comeback? This was his 44th fourth quarter comeback in his in his illustrious 20 plus year career. Yeah, 44 of these comebacks trailing in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, this one was a little more extreme than most of them. Uh, coming back at 13 down in the fourth is actually his second biggest comeback, uh, fourth quarter comeback in his career. The only oh. bigger one, sorry, Falcons fans, Super Bowl 51. There are. It is massive. Well, I'll, I'll, When they were 19 down in the fourth quarter. Yeah, right. Well, I'll be honest. I turned it on. probably halfway through the last quarter. And it was, yeah, it would have been 16 to 3. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. dead game. I'll just turn it off and chuck something else on the telly. And then now I've seen the final score and I'm like, what on earth? Like That that is one of the, well, out of my short uh, NFL, I guess, fan career that I've had in the last couple of months so i've never seen anything quite like it and i know that's very short a period of time but still that it's it's crazy listen you don't you don't see those type of comebacks too often yeah. now tom brady he he's made a career coming coming from behind in the fourth quarter you never want to leave it to chance mm. that that you know tom brady has the ball on the on what will be the final drive with a chance to win it. You you get in a situation like that, you, you get very nervous when you're a fan of the other team because you know Brady has the ability to to pull one out of the fire. And that's exactly what yeah. he did last night. You know, he gets you, you get the touchdown pass with three minutes to go. And and all credit to the Tampa Bay defense. And this this Tampa defense is is what's keeping the Buccaneers afloat this year because the offense has just been they've they've just been in neutral all year. They they they've haven't had a lot of energy. They haven't they haven't played a lot of great games this year. Yeah, injuries have propped up. Uh, you know, injuries were an issue last night. Uh, right tackle Tristan Wurst missed the game, and, and that's a big loss for the offensive line for Tampa. But you know, they they've been sputtering all year. But man, when when they get into that rhythm, and we saw it in the last three, four, five minutes of the game last night, those final two drives from Tampa, when they get into a rhythm, they are absolutely unstoppable. Mm. And, and New Orleans had no answers for them the last five minutes of the game. Yep, for sure. Dean said throw on the text line oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. How about the Dallas Cowboys? 54 to 19 against the Colts. Ouch. That's eight touchdowns. Did the Colts turn up? Uh, yeah, for three quarters. This was a 21 19 game at three quarter time yeah. on Sunday night. This was a close game. The Colts Jeez, yeah. were in it, and then the wheels just fell off. 33 to uh, zero. Uh, uh, yeah, Dallas Dallas got a scoop and score early in the fourth quarter and it was a snowball effect. Uh Dallas the Dallas's defense, which has been straight up nasty all year, uh, they went to another level in the fourth quarter Sunday night against Indy. They forced four turnovers. 
turned all four of them into points, wound up scoring 33 in the fourth quarter. That's the third most points ever scored in a fourth quarter in the 103-year history of the National Football League. Yeah, well, that is nuts. It, it, it turned a what was a good competitive game into an absolute laugher mm. in in a fifteen in fifteen minutes of game time, and and Dallas, I that that's a scary team. Like you see the offense they've got. You I mean, got Dak, who's a great quarterback. Got Ceedee Lamb, uh, wide receiver. Got a got. Thunder and lightning at running back. You got Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard at running back. That's, that's interchangeable. Tony Pollard's the the lightning running back who who has incredible speed. And Zeke's just got heart. All right, Zeke is a tough, hard nosed runner who who's, who can get those tough yards. And he he had a little bit of fun last uh, on Sunday night as well uh, when he scored his touchdown. I think it made it forty-seven to nineteen at that point. Uh, he he did his traditional jump into the Salvation Army kettle, which will get him a fine, I have no doubt. But it, it it'll get the Salvation Army a whole heck, whole heck of a lot of money in donations. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 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 every year when the, when the Cowboys have the kettle out behind the end zones, Zeke Elliott always seems to find his way into it. Yeah, right. Absolutely nuts. That is yeah, a massive, massive turnaround. They look all right, the Cowboys, 9-3 uh, after 12 games. So they're not looking too bad. Uh, I'm trying to just have a look at where they are on the table. Uh, second in the... Uh, East Division of the National Football Conference behind the Eagles, who have obviously only lost yep. the one game. So uh, they are flying. They are yeah, Eagles. good. Yeah, Eagles still with only one loss. Yeah. Uh, those two, by the way, they play Christmas Eve. Oh, that's a big game. Which that may that may be the best game of the year. All right, that that is a very nice Christmas present we're getting mm. on on Saturday, December twenty fourth. So uh, everybody's looking forward to that one. Uh, to to see if the Cowboys can 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 edge closer. I mean, even if they win that game, the way the Eagles are flying right now this year, even if the Cowboys win that game on on Christmas Eve, they may still only be stuck with a wild card. Be wind up being a five seed and have to go on the road first weekend of the playoffs. And that's that's how good the Eagles have been. The Eagles are in a great position right now. To, to lock down the number one seed in the NFC and have home field advantage throughout, plus the first round bye, which is mm. so important to get, uh, just to there's some rest going into the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, I was going to ask. I forgot what I was going to ask, but I remember now. Christmas Eve um, sport in America, has that always been a thing for football? I'm pretty sure basketball that doesn't happen. It just happens Christmas Day, but uh, is, is, has it always happened in NFL? Well, I, I, since the NFL typically only plays, uh, they, they play the bulk of their games on a Sunday, um, and Christmas doesn't fall on a Sunday every year. It just, yeah. you know, wherever December 25th is on the calendar. Um, this year it's kind of unique with, with Christmas being on Sunday. The NFL is going to play the bulk of their games on Christmas Eve. Right. 
this year. They're, they've got three. They've got three games scheduled on Christmas Day. Um, you know, three separate windows. So each, you know, CBS, Fox, and NBC will have their own one national game to air on Christmas Day, yeah. which is really interesting because that that's going to be purely going head to head with the NBA. Because the yeah. NBA, of course, does their traditional five Christmas Day games, and usually the NBA's got clear air Christmas Day. Yeah, they don't have anything else going on. Now, I mean, baseball season's out. NFL's typically not playing. You know, if Christmas falls on a Tuesday, there's no Christmas Day games in the NFL, mm. uh, and, and the NHL takes Christmas off. So usually the NBA's got clear air where they can get massive ratings. Not this year. The NFL is going to blow them away, as the NFL always does with everything else on on television over here. Every year, the top 20 programs on television over here are an NFL football game. Every year, when when the Nielsen Nielsen TV ratings come out at the end of the year, the list is populated exclusively pretty much by National Football League games. Yeah, right. Starting with the Super Bowl. Okay, interesting. Well, te- text came through from Dean uh, during the ad break. Uh, quarterback Baker Mayfield has been released from the Carolina Panthers effective immediately. I hope my Niners have a serious look at him while Jimmy Garoppolo is out of business. What are your thoughts on this, Chris? And what do you know? Well, here it, it's been an interesting discussion the last 36 or so hours since uh, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot Sunday against Miami, and uh, the reports are he's done for the year. Right. Uh, he, he, of course, was the backup entering the season behind Trey Lance in San Francisco. Lance got hurt. Garoppolo re-signed, or re-signed uh, with San Francisco to be the backup slash insurance policy, which the Niners cashed in and have cashed into the tune of competing for a playoff spot and looking, you know, being top of the NFC West and looking like a legit Super Bowl contender. Well, now Garoppolo's gone down. Um, and the speculation when, when these reports about Baker Mayfield came out um, him being released by Carolina uh, is that San Francisco was going to jump all over him uh, because right now um, on the roster, their starter for the rest of this season is slated to be Mr. Irrelevant. Mm. Brock Purdy, the the, uh, rookie seventh round last pick in the 2022 NFL draft quarterback from Iowa State. He came in in relief on Sunday uh, for Garoppolo and looked pretty good. 25 of 37, 210 yards, a mm-hmm. couple of touchdowns, threw an interception, but looked solid. Um, now, the the reports came out that they, the Niners were going to make a run at Mayfield. Uh, Kyle Shanahan came out yesterday and said that would surprise him right. uh, the, if, if the Niners go after Garoppolo. Uh, he, he says they feel pretty confident uh, letting letting Purdy have the keys to the Ferrari. So we'll we'll see what what they wind up doing. But I haven't seen any any immediate movement uh, about Mayfield going out to San Francisco, interviewing, 
working out, taking a physical, anything like that. So, I, at least according to the Niners, right now it's going to be Brock Purdy's team to run for the rest of the season, and, and it's going to be interesting to see how how this team how this team responds with Garoppolo being sidelined with this injury and see how they they handle the rest of the season because a, a rookie seventh rounder when, when you draft a quarterback in the seventh round that's usually a development project that that's not a guy you want to throw in immediately if ever in, in games that matter but that's where the Niners are right now but you know they feel pretty confident they got they got one of the best defenses in the league um, and, and they've got weapons on offense that Purdy's going to be able to throw the ball to or get the ball to. They've got uh, George Kittle. They got Brandon IU. They've got Debo Samuel. They got Run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, they, they've got a lot of weapons on offense, and uh, they they should be able to to still score some points with all that talent. Uh, for for Brock Purdy to get the ball to, but we'll see how it goes starting this Sunday when he gets his first start against, interestingly enough, Tampa Bay. Uh, the Buccaneers uh, come out to San Francisco to to play the uh, Niners, and you know if if we have if we need an example of what a late round draft pick quarterback can do uh, and and have a successful NFL career, uh, just look at uh, Purdy's counterpart Sunday afternoon. Uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, very be very interesting day. We've got a heap of text coming through 04 33 Unfortunately, we are running out of time. We've got the SEN Football Hub coming up very, very shortly. You've got about a minute here, Chris. I just want your thoughts on the World Cup so okay. far. Um, it's in, well, pretty much very good time. Uh, very good times for you guys over there in the state. So pretty much throughout the whole day, and I'm assuming a little bit into your evening. Uh, your thoughts? You, the US are out. Your second team of Australia is out. What are your thoughts so far? You got about a minute. Uh, yeah, Saturday kind of sucked because both my teams lost. Yeah. In back-to-back games, uh, for for the US, we got about as far as I thought we we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I said going into the tournament, I thought our floor was get out of the group. And, and they did that. They got beaten in the, in the round of 16. Okay, fine. We're building to, to 2026. We had a young team in the tournament. They got experience, got a win, played good against England, looked really good in the group stage for five of the six halves of the group stage. And, and they gave a good account of themselves against the Netherlands. Uh, it's just Netherlands is much classier with their finishing. Um, and that that was the big difference for for Australia. No shame in going out two one to Argentina, and, and you, you guys gave them a fight, yeah. the, the fight of their lives in the round of sixteen came oh so close to starting Leo Messi's retirement. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were calling it uh, Messi's final uh, game of international soccer. Well, Chris. We're out of time. Uh, always great to chat with you. I'm sure we'll probably chat again tomorrow night, uh, maybe a bit an hour later than uh, tonight, uh, back to normal time if that works for you. But uh, always great chatting. We'll yep. chat again soon. Yeah, no soccer tomorrow. We finally get a break from the World Cup for a couple of days. We do. It's amazing. Thanks, Chris. Have a good night. You too, Chris, there in America. We're going to take a break uh, on the other side of this Uh, We'll have a quick look at Morocco versus Spain that is coming up very, very shortly here on SEN before the SEN Football Hub.